In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He was with God in the beginning. Through him, all things were made. Without him, nothing was made that has been made. In him was life, and that life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness, but the darkness has not understood it. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light, so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to every man was coming into the world. And as we think about that light, it should cause us to want to celebrate. So we're going to stand and sing, come and join the celebration. I wonder what your favorite part of all, all the stuff that goes on around Christmas, all the, all the added extras, all the bits and pieces, I wonder what's your favorite thing. Maybe it's the trees. Maybe you're one of these people, I don't know, maybe you're one of these people who drive around various towns and villages. There are people out there. God loves you. Um, going around trying to figure out who, who has the nicest tree this year. Or maybe you're one of these people that goes to these Christmas tree festivals, going around seeing all these different trees and how they're decorated. Maybe that's what you're into. Maybe it's the movies. Snuggle up by the fire. Nice hot chocolate. An elf. Or home alone. Or it's a wonderful life. Or die hard, because no matter what people say, it is a Christmas film. Maybe it's the music. The carols and the choirs and the brass bands. Or perhaps it's the other Christmas music you love. Maybe you've had Mariah Carey or Wham on repeat since the 1st of November. Maybe it's the food or the presents or the being with people. But for me, I think the thing that I love most about all of that extra stuff that comes with Christmas is probably the lights. I love Christmas lights. How they brighten up the gloom and the darkness of December. Driving home after working and turning up our street and seeing everyone's home lit up. It almost feels like a, like a warm welcome home. Never fails to make me smile. And in the real story of that first Christmas, light is a big feature. The theme of our, our Christmas services this year has been a, a star is born. And that's what we're, we're here to celebrate. That's what we're here to give thanks for. The light of the whole world being born. Jesus, God made flesh to dwell amongst us. You see, whether you like it or not, Christmas isn't about the trees and the music and the, the lights and the films. It's really all about Jesus. About 600 years before Jesus was born, a, a guy called Isaiah, we read from him at the very start of the service, he said some things about who Jesus would be. One of the words that he used was this word, Emmanuel, which means God is with us. Now, you may believe in God or you may not, but that doesn't make him any less real. God made you. He made this whole world. He made it perfect. But the very first people, they betrayed him. 
and they messed the whole thing up. They brought darkness and sin into God's beautiful creation. And we've been doing the same ever since. And that's a problem. You see, God is perfect. And he can't be around things that are imperfect. It's like oil and water. Have you ever tried to mix the two of them together? No matter how much you shake it up, no matter how much you stir it, when you set it down, the two separate. They just can't be brought together. Now, I don't know about you, but that means that I'm in big trouble because I'm pretty imperfect. I won't get Catherine back up to tell you just how imperfect I am, but how could I ever, how could I ever be good enough to make it to God, to stand in his perfect, amazing presence? And if God were just perfect or just holy, we'd all be in deep trouble. But the Bible, the words of this very God, right from start to finish, are all about God's love for us. He cares deeply about you. Even if you don't give a toss about him, he made you. He created you. And he doesn't want to see you lost or separated from him. The whole Bible right from word go, is all about God's rescue plan. God bringing his light to destroy the darkness. Every story of the Bible is ultimately about the coming of that light, the coming of Jesus. And Christmas is when we celebrate that. We celebrate that he's here. God, the God, the maker of all things, lowered himself and became a human being. Why? Because only God is good enough to save us. We've said this already. We mess up all the time. We try and be good. We try and be nice. But we end up being rude, nasty. We talk about people behind their backs. We lie. We cheat. We steal. We're selfish. We probably shouldn't be doing certain things that, and we know we shouldn't be doing them, but we do them anyway. We're all just a wee bit broken and we don't know how to fix ourselves. And no amount of self-help books or videos or internet, uh, YouTube videos seem to be able to help. God knows that. Left to ourselves, we can never have that relationship with God that we were made to be in. And without that relationship, we end up searching everywhere else, in good places and in bad, for the meaning and the joy that we can only get from God. And we never quite find it. But God loves us. God loves us too much to leave us broken, to leave us in darkness with no hope. And so he sent us a gift. He sent us a present on that very first Christmas. The light, Jesus, born that first Christmas to live the perfect life that we could never live. A life that changed and continues to change the world. And then 33 years later, to give that life as a sacrifice for us. 
a sacrifice to defeat the darkness of sin once and for all. He took that punishment that we deserved for all the wrong things that we have done so that if we follow him and put our trust in him, we can be free, free to live the life that we were created to live and be at peace with God. You see, as well as taking away our sin, if we ask him and making us free from the consequences of it, Jesus also puts his perfection onto us. When God looks at us, he, doesn't, he no longer sees a, a broken person who messes up all the time. He sees a perfect person. Not because we are now perfect, not because we're now better than we were before, but because he sees the light of Jesus shine through us. And he says, come. Come and be with me. Come and be with the one you were meant to be with. And the amazing thing is that everyone is offered this gift. Every year, we look under the Christmas tree for, for a present that will make us happy. But on that very first Christmas, the greatest gift that we have ever received was given to us. You can never earn it. You don't deserve it. But God still offers it to us. I love Christmas. But what I love most about Christmas is that it reminds me that God loves me. He loves me so much that he was willing to lower himself to my level to come to earth to live the life that I couldn't live, to show me through his life how to have real life and to die for me so that I can be saved and made right with my God, with my Father in heaven. And all of that he did for me and all of that he has done for you. That's why Jesus can describe himself as the light of the world. He is the light that gives us life, as our reading in John said earlier on. He wants to shine into the darkness of our lives, darkness that we, we try our best to pretend isn't there. So what will you do with the light and the life that Christ offers? Will you embrace it this Christmas? Or will you turn from it and try and find that light and life in lesser things? things that will only ever let you down. Jesus is the, the great light of the Christmas story, but he's not the only light. We also have the light of the star, that star that appeared in the sky to lead and guide uh, others towards that king, towards the light of the world. Earlier, Kat read uh, that very different version of the nativity story from John's gospel. I wonder, did you notice that the star appears in that story as well? Did you see it? Let me read part of it to you again. John 1, 6-9. There came a man who was sent from God. His name was John. He came as a witness to testify concerning that light so that through him all men might believe. He himself was not the light. He came only as a witness to the light. The true light that gives light to everyone was coming 
into the world. John, one sent from God, who comes to point and lead people to the only one capable of giving that true life and light and hope. Just like that star guiding the Magi to the long-awaited King, Jesus. And if you are sitting here today as a follower of Christ, that same great commission that is placed on John, that is shown to us by that star, is on you. Your job here on this earth as someone who has experienced the life-giving, life-saving power of Jesus is to spread that light. Spread that light that Jesus has shone into your life, into the lives of others. You are to be the star, shining brightly for Christ in this dark world, leading, pointing, guiding others to him to the source of our light. Matthew 5, 14 and 16 says this. You are the light of the world. Jesus talking to his followers. You are the light of the world. Let your light shine before others that they may see your good deeds and praise your Father in heaven. Be a witness to this true light. Live it out everywhere you go that others might see the source of it and come to love and follow God. I heard this described quite recently as being like the sun and the moon. Jesus is like the sun, the source of all light and life. We are not the sun. We are not the center of everything, even though a lot of the time we like to think we are. We're meant to be like the moon. We reflect the light of the sun, shining for all to see, to remind them that the sun is real and that he's coming back to bring light and life to all who step into his rays. Do you know the light and the life that Christ offers? Do you recognize your need for him to rescue you from the consequences of your sin, to give you hope and a future. Tim Keller, the the New York pastor, once put it like this, I am so bad that he had to die for me, but I am so loved that he was glad to die for me. God loves you. He came to earth that first Christmas for you. So what will you do with the light and the life that Christ offers you this Christmas? And for those of you who have received that light and life, how will you shine like that star through the rest of this Christmas season and on into 2019? How will you lead and guide and point people to the one who has rescued you and given you new life? 